1: Chicago welcome to the Chicago sports podcast presented by PointsBet. bet use that code CHGO to get two risk-free bets up to two thousand dollars I am Kevin Kada joined by my co-host Luke Stuckmeyer Casey Standahar will also be stopping by a little later to talk social and we're being led as always by the man on the mic Lawrence Benedetto Hi, Lawrence.
3: What's up? Law. Yeah, I've already screwed up. I accidentally pressed the wrong button when we started. Some, oh, no. The music went out, so <laughs> that was fun. Anyways, whatever. It's, it's 11 in the morning. It's fine. Well, I want to
1: thank everyone for their support of last week's relaunch of the Chicago Sports Podcast. We hope you enjoyed the new look and the new format. We thought it was a lot of fun, got some good feedback, so we're deciding to do it again this week. Uh, if you're listening to this on another CHGO feed, make sure you check us out on our own. Go ahead and subscribe on your favorite podcast provider. And the, for the rest of you, you know the drill. Smash that like button. Give us a good review. Go buy a new QB1 t-shirt. Uh, we appreciate your support here at CHGO. On today's show, I'm we just are just going
3: to quickly jump in here. We've sure. got multiple people in the chat who believe this is a bear show.
1: Oh well, it's a. We're going to be talking we will bears. Talk bears, yeah.
3: We will yeah. talk bears. This is not the bear show though. That is no. that's. Six, That's no 30, reason to leave. No. And I
0: can't prove it, but what we, I've been told we're the number one podcast in America. I do not have the numbers to back that up yet. <laughs> that is
1: I don't think we're the number one podcast true? in this building, Luke.
0: <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. Not when I'm told. All right.
1: Anyway, here's what we are talking about on today's show. We are talking about the hopes and dreams that Justin Fields instilled in us after Saturday night's performance in Cleveland. We are talking about the medical absence of Tony LaRussa from the south side. We are talking about jumping in that dirty-ass Chicago River. We're talking about having sex at baseball games. And we're talking about the most disappointing season in Chicago sports history. So if you want to stick around with us, we
0: would appreciate We're going to have a lot of fun over the next hour. Is that too much to promise, Luke? That's a buffet of uh, ideas right there. I don't know which one <laughs> excites me the most, but it's, it's a rough group. It's a rough group.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's get into headlines. We're talking about the week that was in Chicago sports and the week that will be. Uh, The first one is everyone is excited about Justin Fields. We're coming off this Cleveland Browns game. He was really amazing, 14 of 16 for 156 yards, three touchdowns, and a passer rating of 146.9 against the Browns defense, which admittedly was not at full strength. Uh, No Jadavian Clowney. No, Miles Garrett. Uh, no starting two cornerbacks for, for the team, but he looked pretty good. Luke, did you get a chance to check out the the performance?
0: I mean, I did, but again, there is nothing to this. It was the preseason. They didn't play like their four best defensive players. Yeah, yeah. They didn't have the like <laughs> one of the best pass rushers in all of football going after him. So you just can't put a whole lot of stock in it. Is it's better than the alternative. It's better than him going, throwing three picks against a Browns defense with nobody playing. But I mean, I can't put a ton of value on it and say, well, that's it. See, he, he's proven it. We've I, turned the corner.
1: I will, you know, I will put all those uh, disclaimers up there, but I am a person who generally starts to like, I like to lead a parade when the bears do anything right. <laughs> and watching Justin Fields out there, complete passes at 10 different receivers, um really work on that footwork which has been a, a focus for him and Luke Getzey all off season long i mean the, the way he was lining up and hitting some of his receivers was really what you want to see from him you know for, and all in all like over the entire he didn't play a lot in the preseason but his preseason stats check out like this 23 of 30 for 243 yards three touchdowns and 133.1 passer rating that dude is lining up for your fantasy team, and he does that on week one. You're going to be feeling pretty damn good about yourself, Luke.
0: I mean, are there guys on the Bears that I'm looking forward to watching playing yeah. that I'm hopeful for? He's he's at the top of the list. Justin Fields is at the top of the list. They just we all know that the problem is they haven't really well, surrounded him with yeah I a ton know, of talent you know,
3: yet. He he threw passes to ten receivers. How many are still on the team? Are they all still there? Right. I don't actually remember the answer to this. Did, it's did, uh get cut. No, what did any, you say? Did any of the ten receivers who threw passes to get cut yesterday?
0: That I don't know. I can't. Remember. Uh, Isaiah I Coulter remember. did.
3: See, yeah. So,
1: are you blaming Justin Fields for that?
0: I am not. <laughs> no, but they took the Vegas took the Bears' win total from six and a half at a lot of places to six. Yeah. Even after that preseason game, I tend to believe Vegas more than I do my heart. Like Vegas I really is, want
1: that to get to five and a half because I'd feel pretty good at betting it over at five and a half. Six and a half, I just
0: really don't know how to feel about that. I don't want to put my own money out there. They're trying to sucker people in with the heart right there. the The Bears fan that's still on the on the yeah. fence, thinking, you know what, six, six and a half. Don't read the. Rumor. I at least get a push if it's at six. <laughs> Um, I need
1: it to drop to five. We're, we're going to so, know pretty quickly in week one. The f- first game is on September 11th, noon at Soldier Field. They're playing the San Francisco 49ers who have a front seven, you know, th- that's among the tops in the league. Uh, they, the Bears run a system that, you know, the Niners do, so it's going to be very familiar. We're going to know very quickly. Um, but I, I think, you know, Luke, going into the season, we want to see growth from Justin Fields, and we did see growth from the start of camp to the end of the preseason. And now it's like, okay, can you see this over the next 17 weeks? And we don't, you know, we don't need this to be a playoff season. Would it be a bonus if it somehow happened? Yes, but we don't need it. We, but we do need those six, seven, eight win seasons, and we need the Bears competitive in each game. And honestly, w- with this system and the scheme and and what they've kind of put out there, I feel like they can can't stick with you know can't stick with it. Now maybe it gets blown up against San Francisco and Green Bay, but it's a long season. And I think some of the building blocks are there. And it seems like we finally have some adults in the room.
0: Yeah, but Kevin, the problem is the word growth. Like, we don't really, we all say it, but we ha- we can't define exactly what that growth is for Justin Fields. Yeah, Like, I would love to see that growth be so obvious that everybody can tell one way or the other, this is it. Like, if, if he has three times as many touchdowns as he does interceptions, or mm. he just looks spectacular, he has big play after big play every week. I just don't think that's as likely as the other scenario where we have to look for growth in things like, is his footwork better? Is he getting rid of the ball faster than he did last year? That's a big one, right? Like, even in college, he didn't get rid of the ball very fast. He's still kind of abandoning that pocket a little quickly, but I think that's kind of like, comes with the territory of being a second-year quarterback. And it's finally going to be by design again this season. Like, we we wanted that last year, so some of it's going to be a little more difficult to see. I just think it's going to be difficult to grade that growth unless it's obvious. Yeah. Now, I, and I don't know if we're going to be able to or not. I, I feel like the,
1: for me, the way to define it is like, are you elevating these players? This is, okay. not, this is not a grade A receivers room. This is Darnell Mooney and a bunch of dudes. So is Justin Fields the type of guy who can elevate a receiver room? I mean, obviously Aaron Rodgers has done it year after year in Green Bay other than Devontae Adams, right? It's, it's just yeah. been dudes, right? Yeah. Um, so do you do that? Do you limit mistakes? Um, do, you, do you win games? Are you able to pull out a game in the third or fourth quarter? Can Justin Fields do what we saw um, in the quarter four against, against Pittsburgh last year? Can he do that in more than one game? To me, that's the growth. I think that's pretty definable. So we'll see. So I would say you are not that bullish about We're going to say, are you bearish or bullish about Justin Fields? Yeah. Going to twenty two. I'm
0: more. I'm more bearish about it just because of what they did in the off season. Okay. Which was not a whole lot. So I not, still not be- so I much still, on him, but I still believe in him. I think it's going to be difficult for him to show that this season, which is unfortunate. Okay. But that's just the way it is. You I know, mean, I, I think next year will be a better chance to grade that evaluation. So uh, I'm, feeling, them, I'm, I'm feeling, feeling I'm feeling a little bit wrong. more
1: bullish after uh, after Saturday night, but uh, you know we'll see. Uh,
3: CJ in the chat was uh, telling me, "Hey man, uh, the Bengals were six and a half over under uh, last season. That's true. Yeah. So and, Vegas can be wrong, as eight hours said, but you know they but they had a legit ugh.
0: they had legit receiver core. They uh, had. They but. had spent great money in the offseason. Like, the Bears didn't do any of those things. Yeah, and right. Joe
3: Burrow's pretty
1: awesome. I think but. we're still I think we're still a year away from the Bears being a true surprise team. Um, but we'll, we'll see. Uh, right now, at points bet, Justin Fields is an 80-1 to one shot to win the NFL MVP. Those are the same odds as
0: Baker Mayfield with the Panthers oh, and on. Cooper Cup as Los Angeles Rams. I mean, I'd so. take Cup out of those. I, I would take – if I had to choose one of those three guys to, to waste $80 – a $100 on, it would be Cooper Cup. Yeah, I mean, me there's too.
1: no way a wide receiver is winning. No,
0: I, I agree, but Justin Fields isn't winning MVP either. <laughs> a
1: Baker Mayfield, <laughs> I would take Fields over Baker Mayfield. Well, well yeah.
3: yeah. I mean, I don't think the Panthers are going anywhere. All Although, right. don't read the Ringer this morning, because they did their 10 uh, bold-ish predictions of the NFL, and uh, one of them was like, and the surprise winner in the NFC North, I was like, ooh, 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 scroll, 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 scroll. Yeah, no, it's not the Bears. Uh, they have the Bears as one of the worst two teams, along with the uh, Bears South, the Falcons. Okay. So they think they're going to be drafting first or second. So ugh. so who
1: is the surprise? The Vikings? The Vikings. Yeah.
3: And good luck with that, Kirk Cousins.
1: I don't hate a surprise Vikings bet ugh. just because there's value there, but I wouldn't want to sit there all year and root for the Vikings like to that. cash in on that, right? Like yeah. a man has to have a code. Exactly. So. All right, moving along. Tony LaRusso is out indefinitely on the advice of his doctors. He's back in Arizona getting checked out uh, for his heart. Um Obviously, I want to wish Tony
0: well. Uh, What do you make of this? I mean, first of all, it's scary. Like, being the host of the Cubs podcast, we'll take our occasional jabs at the White Sox (laughs) just to, you know, poke the bear a little bit. Yeah. Um, And it's been easy to do. But this is, you're talking about someone's health, and it sounds fairly serious if the, first of all, you hear the word cardiologist. That's serious. And then Mm -hmm. doctors are telling them, no, 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 you're already at the ballpark, but you're not going to stay at the ballpark. And now you're going to Arizona after more tests. So, you know, again, you're just hoping that he's healthy and that doctors can get whatever's going on under control. It's it's, it's bizarre. The thing that kind of stands out to me is, you know,
1: obviously Tony La Russa has his share of detractors, a lot of them in Chicago right now, particularly during the season. Um, But I think people do say, like, you know, I think people kind of expect, like, Tony La Russa doesn't want to win as badly as you do. And I, I, I think he does, if not more and If you kind of read up on Tony Rusa and, and how he g- kind of goes through every game, like, and how he he's done it for the last forty years, I mean this guy wears it after every single game, and every single night, and
3: sometimes he, too much. And right, uh, and you kind of almost car. wonder
1: if like this season, obviously he's he's seventy eight years old, like things are kind of catch up to you either way. But like, how could you handle the stress of this season on top of everything else? Um, and it kind of just really makes me wonder. I don't think we're gonna see him back ever. And
0: I I, I agree with that. That that if I had to if I had to bet, will he manage again yeah. for the White Sox? My guess is no. And and you know I agree with what you're saying. He he clearly wants to win. He's very competitive, or he wouldn't be where he's at. Like he wants to win. I just don't. I'm not sure. I believe that he's putting in the same effort as as much as he wants to win like you I can want to win the lottery but if I don't buy a thousand tickets am I having as much chance of winning the lottery as if I'm buying one ticket every 70 years right no there's a difference there like I want to win it but you have to put in an effort to go do it and I think the older he's getting the the less effort it's, maybe that's going into it but again Right now, number one thing everybody hopes for is that he just yeah. is healthy. It's a tough job. It's a tough job for somebody half his
1: age and to stay on top of everything. And, and you're playing against two leagues now. And it's not kind of what he was doing know, 20 too. or 30 years ago. Yep. So, I, I don't and know. He I, should I,
3: have never been hired. Correct. <laughs> right. correct.
1: So, I, I guess we'll see. Um, it's... <laughs> Do you see, like, Roger Bostard now is out with hernia, hernia surgery? So, like, literally like everybody uh, is associated with the Sox is, has some sort of medical malady. I
0: thought like, the sod looked different the other day. I hope Vinny, Herb, <laughs> and Sean
1: are taking care of themselves. That's all I'll say.
0: Yeah, really.
1: All right, moving on. Big win last night. Uh, playoffs, Chicago Sky toppled the Connecticut Sun down at Wintrust, 85-77 to even that series at one. Send it back out east uh, in the best of five series. Kind of like history repeating itself. The uh, sky dropped game one against the Liberty, came back and and smashed the hammer on the Liberty in game two, and and never looked back. Candace Parker, I mean, everyone right now is watching Serena Williams, and for good reason. It's her last dance at the U.S. Open, and hopefully she can make a run. But what Candace Parker is doing right now
0: is kind of almost akin to the same thing. I mean, she is just an absolute beast out there. Well, I believe the kids say she's got that dog in her, right? Isn't that, isn't that the, the saying right now? Hell yeah. She's got the dog in her. Hell yeah. Uh, There's a was that three-pointer yeah. and just kind of gave that look in the game when she hit the, hit the floor, wanted her teammates to come over. That was a pretty cool moment. Mm-hmm. Really, this game, though, if you just look at the box score for it, I think they had seven or eight more free throws made in that game, and that's, like, the score difference. Like, if you look at... It wasn't that close, though. They no, were up it wasn't, a while, but, like, yeah. statistically, a lot of the things were points in the paint were. Rebounds were right. close. uh Field goal percentage was close. Three-point percentage was close. The one that really skewed was free throws, but it felt it felt like it wasn't as close as it was. I think all
1: five starters were in double digits yeah. for the sky. I mean, this when you look at this team, I mean, they're as balanced as... When you watch, and you're a fan of a team, like, this is as balanced as you want. You watch... The Sox, they have obvious holes. You watch the Bulls, they have holes. The Bears have a lot of holes. Like, the Sky are just a really well-built, well-built team. They win the championship last year. They go out and they add Emma Mieseman, and, and you watch what she's able to do out on the court and what she brings. Like, that's probably the best signing uh, a post-championship in Chicago sports history. So credit to James Wade, who is the GM and was also just named coach of the year. And then WNBA Opposite. because. Uh,
3: executive of the year, not executive coach of, the year. of the year. Becky Hammond gets coach of the year. Oh, okay. I'm but sorry. hey, Kev, how about us yesterday? Look at us.
1: Look at I us. I know. Look at this. Oh, yeah, I uh, saw
3: that. I not uh, watching the stream, uh, that was uh, Kevin and I on the roof of this building, which is not a great idea, but uh, we were both wearing fine. our CHGO Sky shirts in front 20. of the Sears. You can get, get that at 20. the
1: CHGO locker. We're moving a lot of those shirts. We had the big sale last, last week and a lot of sky shirts went out the door because people are getting ready yeah. for the the title run we're hoping at least including so. me
3: yeah Buy your CHGO
1: Sky shirt um, at CHGO Locker. Do you want to show the QB one one that we just dropped too? Uh,
3: Oh yeah, that's that's going to get to that. We're selling uh, a lot of those. Yeah, I just don't have that available at the moment. So give me a minute. Well, here I could go. The Sky one just
0: uh, feels summer, doesn't it? Just uh, oh, did you feel like summer when you see that shirt? It's a very nice shirt. The shirt's amazing. It's got a bright blue. It's got some bright yellow in it. It was a great day to be up on a roof with Lawrence. Yeah, it was wonderful. You know, I was hoping he wouldn't throw me off. did Luke,
3: Luke, here's the deal. Did you know that Kevin Duck is a diva. A diva? Oh, my gosh. Diva Duck. Holy moly. Diva Duck. You That's seen his new name. He, I just you want... should have seen how many photos he Look, made Greg take oh, of Oh, here us. it is. I knew. Yeah. I knew. I knew and we, you could
1: bring in Casey right now early. Oh, I have to bring Casey. I knew in that if I sent her a shot that was not up to her standards, that she would send us back up onto that roof.
2: It's true. It's true. Am I on? <laughs> I don't know if I'm on. but There if you
3: I, are.
0: If I, there I am are on, it on. is
2: true. And I like how you guys centered... The Sears Tower, I'll call it the Sears Tower. It's the Sears, yeah. Sears. Oh, Tower, right is, is. in it the is, middle don't. of you both, with the Sears Tower on the shirt no too. It, it really worked. I was aesthetically, I was pleased.
3: Oh, with thank the goodness! Thank good goodness work. it was up to standard, and the first fourteen were just clearly not.
0: Right. <laughs> I mean, I will admit that when I saw the picture, I thought, "Oh, well, that's nicely lined up with the Sears Tower. It, yeah. it is a good shot." Yeah. I didn't realize it took four and a half hours. So <laughs> yeah, I felt like Lawrence. I, was I do apologize like for that. Minutes. Four and a half hours they were up by the, there by taking the way, that one
3: Luke. Shot. Who, who would sunset you,
1: Who would you guess was the photographer for that photo? Uh,
0: I'm gonna go with Jake. Jake took that picture. Jake was not here yesterday. It was none other than Greg Boyson. Oh, hey. man. Of hey. Well, he gets all the credit. Yeah. You guys can pose all day, but the photographer's got to oh, get yeah, the he, angle right. He definitely lighting. did a
3: little bit of a lean to get that. We'll be, we'll, at us.
0: what point did Kevin request the reflector that we had to go out and get? Well, that was about nine photos in. I know that's why it took an extra hour and a half, because we we're waiting for digits. the reflector to come in yeah. from yeah. West Loop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll be putting a star next to Greg's uh,
1: <laughs> photography skills on his <laughs> quarterly review. So look forward to that. All right, finally, college football is underway. Northwestern. In Illinois, both got victories last week um, due to different circumstances. Northwestern is really, really happy that Scott Frost is, is coaching Nebraska football right now. Uh, the state of Nebraska is, yet feels the opposite. Not happy. This week's big game is Notre Dame at Ohio State. Notre Dame is fifth. Ohio State is ranked second. And I'll, I'll be honest with you, Luke, Like I, apart from Wisconsin football, I'm a Badger alum, so I, I'm in on, on those games. The college football does not do it for me as, as much for me anymore. Notre Dame goes into the horseshoe
0: 17-point underdogs. Yeah, I know. I know. Th- and at one point it a was, 13 was like a three team difference in the rankings. 18. Yeah. Like, come
1: on. Like, if I'm going to invest four hours in something, like I want at least a guarantee that like something like unexpected might happen. Like, we know the Buckeyes are
0: going to win. Well, I mean, boy, boy, if, I Notre, we if Notre Dame – wants to finally put their stamp on, like, hey, we're not just another team that's in the conversation but yeah. never going to win it type thing anymore. This is it. Go out and start your season by beating Ohio State. They have. I was reading about the game. It's just like they have so much less talent. Mm-hmm. If you look at, like, high school rankings and where guys were last year on their team, they have way less talent than Ohio State. Go out and win one. Yeah. Go out and win a big game. Win your first real big regular season game to vault you and then really put you in the driver's seat for right. doing something special this season or at least being in the conversation. If you lose right out of the gate that first game, it's just like such well, an yeah. uphill climb yeah. to try and get back into the conversation. I, it's
3: just, I mean, I get the numbers huge, but, like, that's the horseshoe that's Ohio State. They're the brand that's like...
0: Their quarterback. Yeah.
3: You know, the, Yeah, CJ Stroud, you know, number one pick next The only good year, thing about actually, Ohio State
1: is Justin Fields. I'll say it.
3: Yeah, Ohio State, ugh. But, I mean, Notre Dame, I don't know. I mean, I, I love Marcus Freeman. I mean, I hate Notre Dame, but I love Marcus Freeman. Yeah. And, like, well, I just don't. I, cu- I couldn't take the points. I, my friends and I were texting about this yesterday. I'm like, I'm just going to stay away from that. There's just... It's, it's a weird number. I like the hook, the 17 and a half, but I don't know. Seems like that could get out of hand in a hurry.
1: Brian Kelly really made a name of just beating up on the teams that he was, they were supposed to beat and losing the teams that they weren't, you know, like they never really made out and went out and, you know, scored a huge upset. Um, I'm really interested to see what Marcus Freeman does like that. This is exciting to me. Like I grew up a Notre Dame fan kind of, you know, drifted away probably the last, you know, 15, 20 years. Uh, Brian Kelly had a lot to do with it. I don't like Brian Kelly. And Marcus Freeman, though, I think is an exciting guy. I want to see what he can do with that brand, see what he can do with the campus. Um so we'll we'll see what he can do on Saturday, but I don't have a lot of hopes for the Irish off the bat. Uh, coming up, we have scroll stoppers with Casey Standahar. We'll be talking about some of the most viral Chicago social moments over the past week. Uh, but first points bet is sportsbook is counting down the days until the football season with a new offer every day. Until the season kicks off. I think they're talking about the professional football season. Yeah. Uh, From now until September 8th, PointsBet Power Hour will unlock a new daily offer from 12 to 1 Central Standard Time. Sign up for PointsBet now using code CHGO to also get risk-free bets up to $2,000. Don't miss out on your chance to get daily access to free bets, boosted odds, and so much more now through September 8th. But that's not it. If you make a $51 or more first-time deposit, you'll receive a free CHGO membership which unlocks all of our web content, including Adam Hogue's uh, Bears Things newsletter. And you'll even get a free shirt of your choice from the CHGO Locker. Now, you can get, like, this one from the Bears. You can get our new QB one. You can get the Sky, the Bulls, anything. Um, so, anyway, download the PointsBet app right now and use the code CHGO to take advantage of this limited-time offer. And if you do, we really appreciate it because it helps us grow here at CHGO. Don't just bet. Live your bet life with PointsBet. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER for crisis counseling and referral services.
3: And once again, I'm showing that beautiful T-shirt that is uh, sick drip right
1: there. You know what you should do? Uh, Did you see the clip uh, from uh, Greg Braggs on the Saturday night one after he drank the Malort? He just (laughs) did this thing where it it probably should have been our clip of the week. He did the Malort, and then Braggs just did this thing where he went, Whoo,
0: that's exactly how he sounded. Okay. Like a tea kettle? Sounded like a tea kettle getting ready to go? It
1: sounded exactly like a tea kettle. and It, it, it probably should be like on our soundboard
0: whenever we put something exciting <laughs> on screen. Okay. All right. Uh, you want to know exciting?
3: Yes. AG1. Yeah. Okay.
0: Here we go. AG1. Exciting? Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I started taking AG1 because I didn't have time. Wanted better gut health, more energy, and optimized immune system. Now I've been on it for six months, and oh, do I love it. Now, it doesn't taste super healthy. Instead, it's kind of mild, tropical taste. Look forward to taking it in the morning. Here's what it is. A scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, adaptogens to get your day right. A special blend of ingredients supporting your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, aging, all of those things. I get a noticeable boost of energy, so I take it first thing in the morning after my jarish coffee cake. And there I go, giddy up, I'm out the door. Lifestyle friendly, too, whether you're keto, paleo, vegan, gluten-free, dairy-free, you're all good with AG1. You're investing in an all-in-one nutritional insurance for less than $3 a day, 3 bucks. That's nothing, folks. It's recommended by professional athletes, more than 7,000 five-star reviews. So right now, reclaim your health, arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. Don't have to take a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash CHGO Cubs, if you're watching the Cubs podcast, CHGO White Sox, if you're on the White Sox podcast, you get the idea. Again, Athletic Greens is taking ownership and it's helping you out Take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance, um, AG1. Yeah, Luke, Warren.
3: I was going to say thank you for bringing the Jarish Bakery coffee cakes. So and I, the AG1. I'm on the CC1, obviously. I've had one piece of coffee cake.
0: That's yeah, right. Lawrence so. got a little extra buzz today. I did. Yeesh, I didn't even have sugar. my
3: coffee yet, though, and uh, <laughs> I was hoping one of you would bring it for me again. That's, He's going to crash in like an, an hour. It. No, yeah. Well, I'll eat, I'll, eat, I'll eat something else.
1: Luke did bring in coffee cake for you, right?
3: Yes, he did, and it's amazing. More than you did for me. Thank you very much. Okay, what's next? Well, you're
0: after Kevin today. First, he's a diva, Adam, and he didn't well, bring you know, in Anything?
3: I, it's just fun. It's fun, you know. We share an office. I gotta, you know, it's
1: fun. I bought, I bought Adam a coffee yesterday, and not Lawrence. And yeah. uh, oh. it's, it's being brought out to me. Wait, so.
3: you know what's funny though? I, I should. I have two hands. No, I'm totally you, weren't fine here yet. I'm totally fine. the funny thing is though, is that because you and I both wore that same shirt, I went into the same coffee place that you had just <laughs> like right of. after me. They didn't say a thing though. I no. assumed like the girl would notice, and that's how just you know they don't care at the all. The baristas like, in there
1: are a little too cool.
3: Uh, yeah. Um, lot of too cool. Make a great cold brew though. Definitely. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, they just dump it. Yeah, right. sure. Uh, it was delicious, and I would like another one.
1: Do you want to do the? Do you want to do the Casey introduction? Do you want to do it with oh, your gosh. demented dick beyond uh, dick, your dick beyond? <laughs> voice.
3: Well, I think we should just, uh, you know, we'll just go to the old scroll stoppers intro video. Scroll
1: stoppers work. with Casey Standahar.
3: There it is. Got I feel like I'm about to get like a massage. Hey, that works. You know, whatever. Here we are. Like
1: a, yes, I feel we go. like I'm
0: going into a elevator at an indie hotel.
2: It's elevator music. Hi, Casey. Hi, guys. How are you doing today? Good. Good. This is good. I'm I'm loving that this is week two of our new and improved podcast. I'm really happy that we have uh, some great viewers in here too. We have 157 people. Big number
3: in the chat, including Don Burr, our resident Lions fan who loves hanging out with us. Why is the QB
2: one shirt under a CHGO baseball? It shouldn't be.
3: Uh-oh. We will, we will look
2: category, into that, That's a category fail. Oh, man. We just want it up front. Just get it. Technology. Good shirt. You could
1: put the. If we had a QB1 um, shirt in Denver you could put under baseball because Russell Wilson
0: was a baseball player. Oh, there yeah. you go. Big money for him today, by the way. Huge. <laughs> let's ride.
2: All right, guys. This is Scroll Stoppers. The things mm-hmm. on social media that make you stop scrolling and watch. This is a good moment here. Let's, let's do a good moment. You want the good news or the bad news? We're going to go good news first. Cubs pitcher Marcus Stroman returns to Toronto, where he spent six seasons with the Blue Jays. He sees a fan behind home plate in a Stroman Blue Jays jersey, and he's holding up a sign. The fan immediately starts crying when Marcus comes over to him. Just immediate tears. Just burst into tears. Stroman ends up signing a ball for him. The kid's so overwhelmed, hugging his mom, giving everybody high fives. Really cool moment. He was just overcome with emotions, and that was a classy move by Stroman too, to be back there and do that for uh one of his old fans young young old fans
0: it was cool a kid I guess is from the UK and he's going to get him tickets when the Cubs go out and play the Cardinals next year in London he's already said I'm going to take care of you guys get you tickets going to meet up with them again try Mm -hmm. and stay in touch yeah I mean this is what professional athletes should be doing like I want to give him tons of credit instead I just back it down to like 80 percent because Everybody should be doing it, but they're right. not. So Marcus Stroman is, and I feel good about that. Anytime I see a player that's willing to be out there signing autographs, meeting players, that that's what it's really all about. Like the fans, their relationship with the fans. It's about winning, but acknowledge the fact that you're in a really special place in life. Yeah, yeah.
1: there's a lot of downsides of social media for athletes because it's a direct pipeline into your mentions. If you blow a save, if you, you know you strike out. People are there to, you know, and and say really bad things about you, your family, uh, you know, anything. Uh, But this is the opposite side. And and the way this kind of really came about was I think the mom tweeted at him and he said, hey, when you get here, tweet at me and I will come out of the dugout to come meet you. I mean, that's
0: super (laughs) cool. Sorry that he responded, but you're right, Luke.
2: It should be the norm. We're really asking for base level stuff from these athletes, so. I like that he did it that. Was,
0: it, it was very nice. It was, mm-hmm. I don't know if I would describe it. It was very personal, and uh, yes. it was a nice uh, display of affection on the baseball Did field. you ever cry when meeting an athlete as a child? No, I did not. I, think I, did I don't think to I have either. To be perfectly honest, no.
3: <laughs> I think I'm usually just too scared when I was a kid to be like,
0: I didn't really meet any athletes when I was a little kid. We were up in the 400, 300 levels, so like, it wasn't getting down to me. I wasn't close oh, enough to poor the poor Luke.
3: He was in the three hundred. I, I met Ron Kittle at like a
0: McDade's. Oh, yeah? Uh, you remember McDade's? Was that a, was yeah, that a yeah. department store? Yeah. John Candelaria Incredible. of the Pirates came to one of my yes. league games great, once. Great Candelaria. stash.
3: Was he wearing that cool uh, the hat that was like squared off on the top? I, I
0: yeah. don't remember. I just we remember we had. could see him sitting in the bleachers. The Candyman. Uh, yeah.
3: Bob Loblaw in the chat says, Athletes being human Stop beings. Stop talking so nonsense, Lawrence. We like that. Sorry.
2: You just like saying his (laughs) last name, Blah Blah. Blah Blah Blah. It's a quality quality
3: Arrested Development name. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, what's next? Anything anything good going on? Is there anything good happening in the world?
2: Well, this moment will make you cry, Mm. maybe for another reason. Not quite a good moment. It's probably the most Get a Room video I've ever seen. This is just PDA (laughs) taken to an entire new level. (laughs) You guys may have seen this. Two people just doing the dirty. (laughs)
3: Oh, my gosh.
2: two nights ago they were way up high at the Rogers Center the seats around them looked pretty empty this video has millions (laughs) of views you can see they're blurred out for obvious reasons I want to know who
1: did the initial blurring
2: yeah yeah who took this video is what I want to know
3: well it's Dimitri Karakostas is it says up top there Dimitri Karakostas
2: so then security found out and they had to awkwardly go (laughs) apprehend them yeah Um, I mean really like this is just one of those things like go home like what why
3: you know,
0: don't they know there's a pandemic going on, right?
3: Still, uh, I mean, you well, know, the, said you did it, I guess. Justin,
0: Justin Steele can't get in the ballpark, but these well, people, look at can this
2: guy, he hates his life having to dirty. go up there. He hates that. He has to go do this right now. <laughs> he is the, the security guard for yeah. our listeners. He's walking up there and you can just see he's
0: in plastic.
2: Everything here's yeah, the thing. Everything.
0: This is what I'm worried about, Casey. This is what I'm worried about. We're now into September. And there's going to be even less people at Wrigley Field and at guaranteed rate. Chicagoans, please keep the dirty at home. We don't need it in the ballpark. We don't need somebody going up to like behind, underneath the Cubs' old scoreboard trying to do it up there. We don't need somebody in the fundamental zone over at guaranteed rate. We don't need anybody doing it up there.
3: Well, where would you if you were in Chicago and you needed to? Get your rocks off in one of the stadiums. Where I are we going? No, don't worry like, is don't. This like don't a dare.
2: Not. Did someone dare them to do this? I, I, I
3: don't. Yeah, no, Luke, you mentioned the scoreboard at Wrigley. I think that's a that's a good. We are covered up there. I think that's a nice
0: place. The, yeah. yeah, but
2: at least that's private. <laughs> it's an uncomfortable. <laughs>
0: it's an uncomfortable place, like the back of a Volkswagen. Can you imagine Wrigley Field? You look up and all you see are two butt I'm cheeks right, coming right. out of the old scoreboard, where like the score supposed to be a big round number, Luke.
2: It's bad. It's bad. We will move on to another kind of disturbing video when you think about it. These two girls, enjoying their summer in Chicago a little bit too much, decided to jump off one of the bridges. It looks like the LaSalle Bridge. Guys, this is super dangerous. One looks like they're holding their phone. If you watch it again, the one girl closest to the camera. I don't think
0: it's a phone. They're waterproof now. Most of them are fairly waterproof.
2: Don't try this at home. Not sewage-proof, but... I just don't want to know what else is in that river besides Dave Matthews' poop.
1: Okay, so here's the thing. I, oh, wow. I have two girls at home, and obviously they're going to be going into the social media age. And I'm scared to death about about that. But I thought at least they won't be doing trying to make viral videos Boy, of jumping off dope. shit. And apparently now I have to be worried about this. Yeah.
2: It's really bad, and your girls will not do that, Kevin. That's careless. Do we know? Oh, well, uh,
0: you're out. You're you. out in Chicago. You have a couple of drinks. You do dumb things. Let's do a I, wellness check on these two ladies. By the way, they're not the first. I remember David Dobrik had his friends doing it like a, a year or so ago, maybe two years ago. Lady friends? Uh, no, it was guys that did okay. it. Ju- jumped in yeah. when they were in town, and they made a viral video out of it as well. I did the kayak thing. Okay, like 2009. I've done it. Yeah. I did the kayak thing in 2009. Yeah, I was soaking wet by the time I got out of that river because the paddle's going. You're going like this. It's dripping. It's coming down on you all the time. Yep. You know what happened to me? Six days later, I had mono for the only time in my life, and I was out of work. <laughs> I lost 20 pounds in two weeks. A little bit of pink eye. Yeah. People were so worried about me that David Kaplan's wife baked me a full chocolate cake. I was dropping so much weight at the time. Wow. And like. He literally came to my door, gave me a chocolate cake because people thought I wasn't going to make it. They're like, Stucky's (laughs) not going to make it. And I barely did make it. Yeah, I let just me remember, tell you, I'm never going back in that river ever again.
3: When I did the kayaking, I and I also agree, but you get the, the oars splashing. I just felt like it was a little bit of a sizzle. I don't know, like a little bit of a burn. I don't know. So th-
1: this is the second rowing-related disaster story I've heard from you. And one day on this podcast, I'm going to have you tell your whitewater rafting story. But, like, oh. you just need to stay out of all sort of That's sea right. craft.
0: I like water, though, and I will say... To combine the story from the ballpark with the story jumping in the river, Uh-oh. while I was doing my kayak tour, we stopped right at the split there where it goes like north south. And you know what we found? Condoms floating, in, <laughs> used condoms floating in the water. It was like, well, this no. is a scenic architectural tour. Don't go in the Chicago <laughs> is River. That a,
3: is that a Frank Lloyd Wright condom?
0: <laughs> anyway, yeah, I'm just telling you. A Goldberg? It's, it's disgusting, and there are many parts that smell like straight. Sewage. Yeah.
1: I, I, my, my, my girls will know what is actually in that, that Chicago River. So hopefully, yeah. if they're ever wanting to make a viral video, they will remember what Ugh. their dad told is, you know. Who knows if
2: TikTok river. will even be a thing when they're older. Sure oh, my
3: hopefully. God. Please, let's hope not. not. Good God. End <laughs> it.
0: the top. Coming it's, from
2: the social media, I hope not. A social media expert here.
3: Yeesh.
0: All right,
2: guys. This one is fun. Last night, Timmy Trumpet finally came out to play the oh actual we Closer this? song for Edwin Diaz. I,
3: I've been, I've literally been singing this for the yes. last hour so in my head. my head. So in my head. So let's see if we let's can get this it. to play here. Let's um, Now come my in. favorite part about this is right Looking here, for a ten, in like two seconds here, watch this, watch the screen. Timmy sneak out. They go like movie, like wide angle there.
2: Yeah, he's great. work very by
3: FNY there.
2: Quiet about but it. The build up really. A lot of build up.
0: Yeah, but it's so good. Okay. Oh yeah, all the cameras yeah. coming out. Watching on YouTube, every jackass in the stand has (laughs) their iPhone out.
2: Yeah.
0: Oh, boy. There it is. There
1: we go. So the director actually nails this. He gets the first shot. He gets the second shot. He gets this shot with the trumpet guy. And then all of a sudden, he just shows the boring-ass fans in the stand. Yes,
0: let's go. Lawrence, I've been preaching this to the Cubs guys. This is what I want when I enter the set, every show. I want this, Copyright or I want Top Gun. I want this, or Top get, Gun. Uh,
2: top it's so fun. <laughs> uh, no. You get
3: no, it's worth it, man. It's worth it. You know, Kenny trumpet. It, I mean, that's a terrible, huh? the Mets are
2: terrible. The Mets are good this year. That's why they're excited about this. But they've been doing this since last year. So.
1: So is there any truth to the rumor that one or both of the Toronto couple came out to this Oh, I don't know.
2: have right. like you said, it would be much cooler if everyone wasn't so glued to their phones and people were actually like cheering along with it and being
1: loud. That's what I did say on Twitter, like, put the, the phones down, let's cheer, like, let's, you know, you, you think of uh, Major League, you think of Wild Thing Vaughn coming out, how everyone was going yeah. nuts. Come on, Mets fans. Stop. You don't put this on. Like, we have SNY filming this.
0: Make a better yeah, clip for
3: us by going crazy. I know. Crazy. There's, there's definitely better videos than this one. That's for sure.
0: I'm just saying, like, it it is pretty hyped. It's pretty good. It's not as good as Mariano Rivera, but it's got more, uh, it's got a little more flair than Mariano Rivera. Like, I love Metallica. That was great, and he was the all-time greatest, but this is... This is nice. The Cubs or Sox need a little something like this. Like, go Cubs go is fun after the game, but in-game experience. Do you think yeah. that would work at Wrigley Field? I oh, yeah, work. it would. If they would have played that, like, for Carlos Marmol, boom, people oh, would have been. What about oh, Big man. Z every time he came out to the mound? Yeah. Where do they come out? What, they come out of a door now? And, yeah, now they run out from, like, left center field. So, I used to
3: say, what, what was the sign that used to be on that door? Was that Torco? No, that was not Torco. I Actually, feel like it would work a little bit better at the cell. Yeah, you know, they do those. They got the lights now at the, the cell that turn help. off. The lights You need I flashing hate. lights. Like, yeah. that's just, like, you're causing people problems. Uh, I,
1: yeah, I don't the, like the it's, flashing it's, the lights. No, so I, lights I like it. Weird. It's terrible. It you remember in 2005 sick. when Shingo no. Takatsu was briefly yes. the closer and he came out to a gong? Yes. I don't know. Was, at that point we didn't ask if it was offensive or not. Like yeah. it may or may not. It might, may may have been by his request. Could I have don't
3: been know. his idea. Uh, the guy, uh, Bautista, the closer in Baltimore, has has been walking out to the uh, whistle, uh, Farmer of the Dell by, yeah, by awesome. Omar from the Wire. Yeah. it just yeah. doesn't work as well as you want it to. When I heard that, that he was doing that, I was like, oh my god, this is you know this is way better than Timmy trumpet. But then you watch it and you're like, eh. Matthew hey, said,
2: summer of 21, when Kimbrel came out to Sweet Child of Mine, was absolutely electric during his amazing stretch. Yeah, that was cool. That was cool. Uh, uh,
1: remember what was that would you stretch? Ca- Casey, what would you come out to?
2: Oh, Return of the Mac by Mark Morrison. Oh, wow.
0: This. That's it something. It would also be my
2: walk-up song, too, for batting. I've got okay. a bunch of ideas. Okay. I've, okay. I've been
0: pitching this for a long time that I want a studio <laughs> walk-in song. I want either the Star Wars song. It could be the Imperial March if you want. I don't care. Yes, um, I want um, Eminem what's that One Opportunity One Shot what's the name of that song yeah Mom that's Spaghetti. the one Lose, <laughs> <herself>. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> lose, uh, lose Yourself yeah <laughs> Lose Yourself I want uh, Lose Yourself I thought of what about uh, maybe I can't get this music I've done the Top Gun one what about the sexy saxophone guy
3: yes oh, you know who I'm sax. talking about I love that. YouTube. look that
0: up on the internet Jamie Trumpet See, now, sexy
2: sax if, well,
0: if the Cubs were smart or the Sox they would do a, a spoof of them when they play the Mets the next time and you bring up the sexy saxophone guy That's and he starts idea. playing for ba- somebody coming Baker in from the Baker Street outfield. by Jerry Rafferty's. Okay, hold on. Wait playing. a minute.
3: I have to tell my story now. Okay. I was in Vegas for my bachelor party and we were at a day spa, if you will. Uh, it was very nice. A we were day happening. spa? Is that the what they sa- call them now? It was the Sapphire day spa. I don't know if you've heard of the Sapphire for other reasons, but uh, it was the I've day spa. have heard of the
1: Spearmint Rhino day spa. Sure. That More would have worked spa. as well.
3: Anyways, you're missing the point. So we're sitting there chilling on some nice cold drinks, caparinas, whatever you have. Mm-hmm. And next thing you know, Baker Street, what you just mentioned, my favorite Jerry Rafferty song, starts <laughs> Isn't playing. Is that the only Jerry Rafferty song? No, fighters? no, Baker no, Street, Poop Fighters. Hold on, slow down, y'all. Sorry. So they start playing Baker Street. We're like, oh my god, this is great. They're playing Baker Street. I love Baker Street. All of a sudden, the dude walks out of the DJ booth. He's playing the sax. It was like the best. <laughs> it cool. was the best. Oh my god, what a time! That is pretty cool.
0: Yeah, sexy saxophone guy would be – that would be a spoof for the, from one of our teams. To, I'm just throwing it out there, guys. I got ideas. I'm an, I am an idea guy. I uh, don't always execute.
1: Matt it. Wagging in again. As long as no one's song is Juliana Zobrist iteration of Benny and the Jets, nice. we're all oh, good. Yes. Yeah. 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 Agreed.
3: Yeah, agreed. Agreed. We might be able to get copyright for that. Two for
2: good him. takes oh. there. Yeesh. All right, guys. We have our CHGO clip of the week next this was really cool. On Tuesday, our CHGO Blackhawks crew got to paint center ice, the logo, at the United Center. Jay, Mario, Greg, and myself painted sort of the neck and chin area, the logo. <laughs> so we were the first ones out there. It was really a surreal experience. I know they all really enjoyed it. We love this Here Come the Hawks song. Kind of watch them yeah. do it. Here come the hops, the back, back, back. We had to make our mark, put our CHGO letters nice. on the ice.
1: Okay, so this is cool, but I will say, after this, I'm going to be sending an invoice to the Blackhawks for using our employees to do their work for this.
0: Right, and yes. not very close to the lines, guys. <laughs> uh, yeah, they
2: yeah. were like, the guys were really nervous because they thought it was just going to be like, I don't know, a small area somewhere else. And we're doing here, we're doing like the center ice logo. They wouldn't let us do the blue line, obviously. Yeah. Might be crooked.
0: It's uh, and it, yeah,
2: <laughs> they wouldn't let us do like the, the headdress, you know, the feathers, very intricate spots there. But it was a really cool experience. I know the guys thought it was surreal, they were a little bit nervous at first. But the logo was sketched out for us, and they told us that no matter what, if we mess up and make some weird paint strokes, the professionals will come in and fix it up and yeah. do another layer. So don't worry, is come that just October, like Benjamin
1: Moore paint? Like something they got at Home I Depot? I think so. It didn't look anything different Okay. Yeah.
2: than normal paint. It was like in a big box. Yeah. I was nervous to do it, too.
1: So if they send an email to the Blackhawks and say, hey, can you just like, we w- if you want to know what it's like to like sell beer on a game night, just
3: say no, Casey, all right? <laughs> I, this is all part. Yeah, seriously. Hey, uh, you want to
0: come uh, check out uh, how we do concessions?
3: All <laughs> <laughs>
1: right. This is all. You want to park some cars? I didn't want to be the guy.
0: I didn't want to be the guy to say it. This is all part of the rebuild. They, yeah. they yeah. were like, who can we get to paint the ice? You know what? Let's start calling some media outlets. We'll do that. <laughs> and then and the next thing you know, Casey's out doing the third shift of the game. She's going to be out there skating with the third yeah. line. I mean, she probably could pairing. be a third liner in this team. It's possible.
2: It was fun, and I know that the guys, as big Blackhawks fans, really appreciated it. Um, it was just a cool experience, something different that, you know, a kind of leaving cool. our mark on the United Center. You walk and in there, and it's— Literally. I, I mean,
1: hockey season's up. always great, right? It's not going to be a great Blackhawks season, but right. it's kind of fun to see the ice getting up there, knowing the United Center's going to be open again for not only the Blackhawks, but the Bulls. So I'm, I'm pretty ready. I mean, I'm ready. Let's go.
2: Yeah. That's Cubs,
1: cool The experience.
0: Cubs and Sox have ch- checked out. What if Timmy Trumpet comes to a Blackhawks game? <laughs> have, we, have, we, have we done away with Chelsea Dagger? Oh, uh, we should. That could replace Chelsea Dagger.
2: I like the Here Come the Hawks song Next better.
0: generation.
2: <laughs> do they still play the Here Come the Hawks on the organ?
1: They do. They. they I mean, they play yeah. way too much canned music now, yeah. but you, still, uh, you still hear the organ. A lot of a well, <laughs> well like guys, a that is
2: Scroll Stoppers. So thanks for enjoying that with me, talking through all those fun videos. If you have any cool videos or if you like the video we posted from CHGO Blackhawks, any, any of our content, follow us at CHGO Sports on Twitter, on Instagram. We're on TikTok. We're on Facebook. You can find us there and uh, follow along.
0: Uh, one quick question, Casey. Sure. Who's most likely in this building at CHGO to jump off of a, a bridge into the river.
2: Oh, that's a good question. Who would,
0: who would be the person if we had to be like, hey, you know mm. what? We're going to get a viral video and one of our jackasses Sean. is going to yes. jump the Chicago. Yeah. Yeah. Sean Anderson. Anderson's yeah. the guy. Yeah. Sean Sean yeah.
3: underscore W underscore. The man, w- the man w- shaved
1: w- his head in the very chair I'm sitting yeah. in. Yeah. He did yeah. not Pear's care. The still there. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
2: A close <laughs> second <laughs> might be maybe Sarah would do it. Maybe Matt Peck. I don't know. Uh, Peck?
0: Peck doesn't want to ruin those Moses sandals he wears. No. No. I, w- I would say Casey would be the least likeliest. Oh, for sure. Yeah.
2: For sure. Never.
0: Never go in there. Well, apparently, Luke, too. I I am number one. Yeah, I think there's a lot of us. You couldn't pay me a million dollars to jump in that river. Almost killed me. A million dollars? You'd do it for a million. I would not do it for a million dollars. I would jump in the Chicago River? No chance. How deep is it?
3: Yeah, that's my question. You're going to run into the uh, Lusitania? What's the uh, ship that uh, sank down there? What is the ship? Not the Lusitania. I saw somebody on Twitter for that video say. Not the Lusitania, What the, the, that the, the, say, Lusitania, no. what the hell's the ship? That's that horrible, I, horrible thing. Yeah, somebody on, land.
0: Somebody on Twitter for that video yeah. said, first they did shots, then they did tetanus shots. Correct. me tell you, tetanus <laughs> shot ain't going to cover it. I, I want to know it. in the
2: comments, people watching, listening, what, would how, you do it for a million dollars? Would you do it for $10? I, all
0: right, a million dollars, I've changed my mind. I'm willing to have mono for a million. But yeah, for $1,000, no way. A grand, no chance. That
2: should be a poll question we do on Twitter. How Five much grand, money would you no. jump in the Chicago River for?
0: 20 grand, no. <laughs> 100 grand, no.
2: I think I would do it for 100 grand.
0: Wait, oh. hold on. Hold on. What did you say?
2: 20 bucks. Sarah says she'd do in. it for 20, 20 bucks.
0: Sarah's in. Wait a minute. Yikes. Sarah, you would do it again for 20 bucks or just do it? <laughs> Oh, I thought she oh, that, said uh, she would do it again. That wasn't her in the video. We didn't really see the second jumper there as much. Yeah, yeah could have been her. Yeah, could have been. <laughs> Sarah. All
1: right, thanks for stopping by, Casey. We'll see you next Thursday. Thanks, guys. Uh, in the meantime, I have to tell you about OWEN, which stands for Only What You Need. OWEN is a 100% plant-based protein shake that gives you nutrition that works as hard as you do. All their products are free of artificial ingredients, allergen-friendly, no gluten or dairy, and easily digestible. I first heard about Owen from Chicago Bears quarterback Justin Fields, who follows a plant-based diet. Owen and CHGO have partnered up to give you an awesome offer. You can get 20% off your first purchase at liveowen.com. That's L-I-V-E-O-W-Y-N.com. And you use the code CHGO20, you get 20% off your first purchase. Go get yourself some uh, strawberry banana, cookies, and cream. It's uh, really the best plant-based diet. St- uh, protein shake that I've, I've tasted. So check it out. Join me and Justin Fields and try Owen. Only what you need.
3: Delicious. All right. Is it time for Stuck and Duck? <laughs> it's time for Stuck and Eat Duck. It. Well, in that case, let's play the video because I, I popular demand, I changed it. I was the only one that thought it should be Duck and Stuck based on where you're sitting, but we're going Stuck and Duck. And it sounds better. Today's Stuck and Duck. Yeah. Well, you give a new
0: nickname already, though? What was it? Not Duck. It was Diva what? Duck.
3: Diva Duck. Diva Duck. Diva yep. Duck. Thick Elvis. Thick Rockabilly Elvis. Rockabilly Youth Pastor. Stupid yes.
0: Stuck and Diva Duck. All
3: right. Welcome, guys. So it's Stuck and Duck, even though on the screen it's Duck right. and Stuck. Whatever. That's fine. Right. That's fine. So
0: it looks like
1: we are in the middle of what is the one of the most disappointing White Sox seasons of all time, if not the most disappointing Sox season that came in. We thought the AL Central was probably a birthright. It's not turning out that way. Uh, They're chasing the Indians, the Indians, the Guardians, and and the Twins. That'll be a buck. That's a dollar. dollar. Um, But I wanted to ask you, Luke, like what, in terms of most disappointing Chicago sports seasons, is this Sox season on the top five? If not, what does that top five Mm. look like?
0: Well, I knew this was coming, so I put together kind of a list. I I didn't go top five or top ten, but I I started going through disappointments in my life. I mean – Eighty-four Cubs were a huge disappointment at the end. Like th- that was heartbreak, just like you know, two thousand three heartbreak. Mm-hmm. But if you're talking about like the whole season and everything, like boy, th- this White Sox team is bad, yeah, real bad. Like they're not, they're not only not going to win the World Series, they're not even five hundred at this point. So that mm-hmm. that's putting them in the in the conversation. It's such a for unique recipe
1: because the expectations were so high the Sox have been down for so long, and it seemed like everything was building up with this rebuild uh, to peaking here in 2022, 2023, 2024, and they still, like, might be able to kind of retool, but it's going to take a lot, and with how much they've bottomed out right now, it's like there's so many things that they need to fix. So I think the disappointment on the south side just from a season-long, I mean, for four months, the Sox crew here at THGO has just been basically like poking with the stick, saying, hey, do something, and they haven't. Yeah. Now, traditionally, with Chicago sports disappointments, it's like the 1986 Bears, yes. you know, faltering because Jim McMahon couldn't stay healthy,
0: and they but they were good during the regular season. They were amazing. They, just, they they lost in the playoffs. Their
1: defense was just as good as yeah. 1985, if not better. Um, you mentioned the 1984 Cubs. Now, I don't know if that Cubs team would have beat that Tigers team because that Tigers team was also historically great.
0: But 85 Cubs, then right, fourth place in the division. They just plummeted after that. So that. E4
1: White Sox kind of did the same thing.
0: 2004
1: Cubs. Yeah.
0: Now, that you was went, you went from almost in the World Series to Bartman to Kent Merker calling up and trying to get Steve Stone fired like it right. it went off the tracks real fast. But they so still was,
1: they still have, I mean they lost 7 of their last 9 games in 2004. Now, yeah. I don't like I, I going back, I I thought they were in the the race for the division. That team was still 16 games behind the Cardinals, which I don't, you know, I've conveniently blocked from my my memory, but you still kind of thought if they got into the playoffs, they had the, the pitching staff. They certainly would have had to make, make some noise, but they just imploded in, in the last few weeks. Um, you, you brought up a couple of Bulls teams.
0: Yeah, well, obviously, the first time Michael retired was a huge disappointment. That was like the letdown of all letdowns. You watch it, and then they lose to the Knicks Game 7 in the playoffs. So that season was like, you know, a dagger to the heart. The second time around... yeah. At least you knew it was coming, but, I mean, it was the end of the end. There was no Scotty. There was no Michael. There was no Phil, and you got Tim Floyd, and what did they win, like 13 games, I oh, think? Oh, Tim Floyd. Right. So you, you went from double, you know, six championships to winning 13 games with Tim Floyd. So even though you knew it was coming, that's like getting kicked in the crotch 100 times. Even if you know it's coming, it's still going to hurt. And right. that, that hurt real bad, and it still does. So yeah. now 0- 06 White Sox were a disappointment. They finished in third place. 17 Cubs, not really a disappointment because they went back to the NLCS for yeah. me. Like that, that was still uh, 2006 very 2006 White Sox
1: were interesting because I mean, they had a pretty good first half. Yeah. And then I, the Twins just caught fire. Like uh, Francisco Laureano was just kind of came out of nowhere and was amazing that second half. Uh, they had Johan Santana, um, and then then Cleveland
0: was also very good. So, I
1: know, got
0: one. What about yeah. year two for the Bears under Matt Nagy? Like they go twelve and four the first year, you get the double doink, which starts just the unraveling of the franchise, right. and then they come back. They're eight and eight. They still have a shot at making the playoffs, even though you know they're no good. Yeah, yeah. And the Packers beat them on on a gimme play, and you're like. <laughs> And, that, and really, it's never been the same since the double doink is like, right? Clearly, the mark of the franchise. We're like, wow, did it go downhill fast? The, the
1: weird dividing line in 2019 was them going to London, Matt Nagy getting in there on Thursday for some reason, them not yeah. being prepared at all, and then losing. Yeah, um, the Raiders revenge game against
0: Khalil Max. So 2019 was was definitely a letdown because we yeah, because even like even after the double doink, the dis- the, that was the disappointment of the previous season, but still. Mm-hmm. They were 12-4, and and they made the playoffs, and you thought, you know what? This gadget guy's got something. The visor guy's got a game plan for this. They're going to turn it around. It looks like
3: a Denny's menu, but, yeah, he's got a game plan. Right? He had
0: had the visor. He's rocking it. Uh, Do you, 2018
3: 2018 was a
1: lot
0: of fun until the end. Right? Club dub, the boom and all that stuff. And I thought, well, this is going to – the double doink's not going to be a problem. That's just a – that was just a step. Every team has a stepping stone. And then what you got was the next season. And, yeah. Yeah, and, and this, it went quickly. This
3: comment from the chat, that double doink took the life out of everything. It did. Uh, some, Jack Brown mentioned the 18 Cubs as an option. What about the 2018 Cubs? Yeah. Take, take your
0: pick
1: from any of the post-title Cubs, right? I mean,
3: yeah. It's, it's kind of like the Blackhawks, right, since 2016 now, right? Well, they couldn't
0: repeat, but at least they were still good like the next following years. But yeah. after the after their last championship, anything since then has been, I mean, boy, you could count last year. You want to talk about disappointments. But you wait till this season, folks.
1: 2014 Blackhawks losing in, in seven to the Kings. Yeah. That was a rough you
0: one. You know what? It was disappointing, but it was still exciting. And I
3: couldn't get mad at that Kings team because they played just like the Hawks. It was almost right. like watching a yeah. mirror of yourself. And so, you know, I, I respected that the Kings did yeah. that. that was losing
0: fine. to the Blues. The most oh, yeah. we, we actually,
3: like, yeah. for,
1: for our older viewers, we haven't talked about probably the most disappointing team of all time, the 1969 Cubs. Mm. I mean, for the longest time, yeah. the, the generation just above us, Luke, I mean, that yeah, was really cat. the bellwether. Uh, they were up nine games on August 16th and finished eight games behind the New York Mets.
0: Yeah, the black I mean, cat runs out to the on-deck circle and uh, – that was their double doink. In it terms was of over. collapses. I mean, good. Yeah, oh, it was so. I'm glad I wasn't alive for that one. The Barely. Sox didn't
1: really have never built anything to collapse this year. So I don't know
0: what's worse. I don't know. The expectations were just yeah. Dale's Dale's like he
3: says a 2022 White Sox season. It's 2022 White
0: Sox. That's the worst for the White Sox. That to me that's worse than yeah. 06 finishing in third place after you won the World Series because a lot of people know. After you win the World Series, it's tough to do it the next season. You've played way longer into the season, you've played more games. It just doesn't happen that often. But this team had everything. Mm-hmm. And from the off season when they didn't add anybody, so like off season all the way up to right now, the whole thing's been one big poop show. Just take the poop emoji off the internet and put it right there because that's what it's been. It's been
1: Dale brings up the ninety two Blackhawks, which is a good one because mm-hmm. They made a run. They, you know, they finally kind of make themselves the the class of the Campbell Conference, and then they run into Mario Lemieux and a young Yager, and that was that. Yeah, the sweep before game. Sweep. So. That was not fun. It's, it's 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 it almost seems like apples and oranges though with this 22, 22 White Sox team because like they were never good. <laughs> like no, nothing ever got going. But I mean, All-
3: they should have been. It's just. They're set up to do it. They still – they just, still. I mean, the, the Sox coming
1: in this year still had a lot of holes. Like, you didn't feel like they had really I mean, they needed put a right themselves up into the, the, the class of the Astros or the Yankees. But
0: they were still easily a top-five choice to win the World Series. Everywhere. Yeah. Everybody had them at least in the top-five teams that could win the World Series. I think Series. my buddy Jeff Passan picked him to win the World Series this year, didn't he? God, yeah. They might uh, be third place. The, the looking like Dodgers. third place in their division. Ugh. Potentially – Arguably the worst division in baseball. I mean, come on.
1: Well, there's still time, Luke. It's still an entire month of September. You know what they
0: need? Three uh, games in October. You know what, you what never they need? Know. Timmy Trumpet. Timmy, Timmy trumpet. trumpet. It's September. The calendar turn. Let's That's right. Timmy Every trumpet game, hire him. steal him from the Mets. This seems like a good place to I'm going to be singing. I'm going to be like humming
1: that song for the rest of the freaking day, Lawrence. It's an amazing song.
3: Uh how about this uh, from, uh, I think, this Black Tank one? I'm not sure what that is. Uh, what about when D. Rose got injured that? Oh, yeah. that's a great call. Yeah, Because that was energy just tough. sucked out of the
0: building. Yes. It's
1: amazing. Like, there's just a, this mountain. And there's so many disappointments that you can actually just forget wow. D. Rose getting hurt like that, right?
0: Wow. That's, I didn't think of D. Rose. That's, yeah, because yeah, that team. That probably, that almost trumps the Jordan stuff. I, I, I don't know, Jordan retiring, at least they were really good without him that first season, but you still knew it wasn't – that was still a gut punch. Yeah. Yes, all right. it was. D-Rose, was. D-Rose was a bad one.
1: To better days behind Justin Fields ahead, Luke. That's yes. all I'm saying. All right. Thanks, everyone, for joining us here on the Chicago Sports Podcast this week. We will be back next Thursday at 11 a.m., so make sure you come on back. Make sure you're hitting that Like button. Giving us a good review, telling your friends we're building something fun here, having a good time. See you next Thursday.
3: And we're just gonna just play this for a couple minutes here before we go, because you know, we already got the copyright claim, so might as well just keep going with it. Oh yeah. Bop ba-da-da-buh ba da da da